Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome <laughs> to The View from the Afternoon. We're still ironing out the kinks, and we're just about to put episode one out tomorrow. So any feedback we've received, we've not yet taken on board. Today, it's me and Cleesby. Hello. How are you doing? All good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. It's almost like we hadn't just recorded like yeah. a 40-minute super <laughs> fucking deep-handed conversation <laughs> We spent a couple of hours together and then a couple of hours this morning. The reason that we've kind of hooked up today is because we're friends, first of all. Yeah. Always great to see a friend. <laughs> uh, but we thought it'd be good to have a chat about Leeds Fest, which is something that's probably brought the most popularity to our channel. I mean, let's be honest. It's the it only is. reason that we have any <laughs> size following. <laughs> Though not everyone in our viewer base goes to Leeds Fest, it's certainly... Our biggest catalyst of yeah, growth. Yeah, I would have thought so. Um, so we thought it'd be good today to just link up and reminisce on not, well, I say, I say not our first Leeds Fest, not your first Leeds Fest. Our first together. Our, yeah, our first Leeds Fest together. Our first Beta TPD. Yeah. Leeds What's Fest. the one before Beta? Alpha. It, it, I think it was it was the Alpha. alpha yeah, it was yeah. very much an Alpha test run. Um, before we get into that, Cleesby, when did you first go to Reading slash Leeds? I first went when it had just moved from Temple Newsome to Brown Park, um, which I think Jesus. I think was 2003. Um, so that was my first year. I, I've been very fortunate in that my parents took me um, for the first... What, you, you were going when you could get in for free, right? Yeah, for being so, so young. Yeah, so under... Under thirteen, I think you got a free ticket. Um, so I got I got a free ticket for the first first two years, and then we got someone else's birth certificate just in case they checked for the year after that. And then after that, I started. Uh, well, I didn't pay; my parents did. But I started going as a as a, a ticket holder rather than a, a free one. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of the things that I'm always very, very thankful for for my parents that they so sick that they thought so they thought cool. to thought to take me from. I mean, basically, uh, what were I twelve? Um, so yeah, um, they they thought to take me, and I'm always very thankful for that. Um, I mean, because I mean that that is where music knowledge starts for me. Really, I remember you saying that to Melvin when Melvin came around. You had quite a sincere thank you to him yeah. after we'd filmed the interview of like, if it wasn't for you and what you've done, like my music taste would oh, be very different. It'd be different. so different, wouldn't it? It'd be so... Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I can I can relate to that. And I was going from when I was a young adult, never mind yeah, a yeah. kid. Um, but like as much as, I think as much as people think that maybe festivals have taken a, a downward turn or anything like that, you've got to think they still offer so much variety. Um and you can learn so many new bands just by going. I think I think that's the best thing about festivals, really. For me, well, obviously spending time with your friends and, and stuff. But but in terms of the music, it's the you know you're not that just, new you, exposure in it. Yeah, and I yeah, think you, that's like kind of we can use that to kind of segue into our conversation because yeah. the first the first time that we went together was in two thousand and nine, and. That was a year where I was very much open to let's learn about all these yeah. bands beforehand. Yeah. I'm going to see every band on the bill. But before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about like kind of the thought process that led me to first ever go into Leeds Fest. Mm -hmm. um, so you probably don't know this because it's not super relevant to you, but you must have brought it up to me. Or maybe it was someone that was in my college yeah. that was going. But someone said like, oh, well, even before that, Leeds Fest 2008. 
which was a festival I wasn't at. You were. I were. And uh, my friend, my other friend Callum was there. And Metallica were headlining. Metallica. Rage were headlining. Tenacious D were there. Tenacious D. Killers were headlining. Oh. You had Slipknot there. Avenged fucking Sevenfold. I, I think that's my favourite lineup uh, at Leeds Fest still. It's mad that lineup. Isn't really, it? It, it, really. Looking good. at that today, I'd, I'd, I'd pay ten grand to go wow. to that lineup. Maybe not ten grand, because <laughs> um, the lineup's not important as we've learned. But that was my first exposure to Leeds Fest because yeah. I was a young adult. I was into Metallica at the time, and Metallica were headlining. I mean, that's Leeds. It's Fest. around the time where we started playing guitar, isn't it? Or you started playing at least. I think that Surely may around. have been yeah about a year before yeah, yeah so. so that's what that's when you you really got into extensively like metal slash rock yeah and I remember um, you know me and it was me and Danny yeah and we knew Metallica were playing at Leeds Fest and we didn't know where the fuck Leeds Fest was so <laughs> like so what we did was and I told this story very very recently on the. I went on a, a Metallica podcast recently called oh, Alpha Metallica. Oh, no, I saw it on Twitter, yeah. And um, it was great. Very, um, very... Tom uh, was a great host. To listen he to was that. a very professional, but also very um, knowledgeable. He was he was great. Much better than we are. Um, <laughs> so I recommend have a listen. The link's in the description. But I told this story on there, but in brief, Metallica were playing in Leeds. I was buzzing. Danny was buzzing. We didn't have tickets for Leeds Fest, but we were like, let's just head into Leeds City Centre and we'll just listen to the set. So we fucking rolled into Leeds City Centre, bang in the middle of like LS1, pretty much where we are now, right? Yeah. And obviously we no, couldn't hear fucking no Metallica because Bramham Park, where Leeds Festival About is held, is fucking miles away. Miles away. <laughs> um, that was my first ever exposure to the Leeds Thinking Festival. Thinking about Leeds Fest. And then the year after. We went. We went. It was our first year together. It yeah. was my first year. 2009 this was. And the idea, as I say, the idea either came from you or from someone in my college. I don't know if I were already going. Or you would have been because you, yeah, but so your parents were living in Yeah, they, they, went, they were going, you. yeah. I think I must have had a ticket and then just been like, oh, I'm going to go with Rob, who's also going. Um, so you already had your ticket. Yeah, I would have thought so, yeah. Do you remember what I did for my ticket? Uh, you will have camped, not camped, you will have waited overnight outside HMV. Essentially camped, yeah. Yeah. Um, so HMV in the city centre of Leeds, which is not there anymore. It's there, but it's an empty unit. They keep opening, reopening. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, me, my ex-girlfriend, um, a friend who came with us to that festival, yeah. and a couple of guys from college, we queued up for like 13 hours overnight at Crazy, HMV man. to get a Leeds Fest ticket. Because 2009, it doesn't seem that long ago, but like that was before. Like this is when this is when Leeds Fest still sold out. But not only that, but it was also before you'd maybe like you know at that age you're at your kind of parents' mercy, mm -hmm. and your parents probably at least my parents weren't particularly comfortable with me spending what was then I think with an early bird 180 pounds on the internet. Yeah, it was a it was not. You forget how quickly the internet has become a massive part of your life but yeah like it, it, even it, it, even back then i mean even in 2009 you really couldn't get internet on your phone well in 2009 i, I didn't have a smartphone till late no, 2010 no, no. and yeah and there was definitely smartphones out there much much earlier than that but like, like even uh, in on terms the, of like even on the blackberry the internet wasn't that great no nowhere near so um 
But yeah, the so the internet, it was certainly established. Like we're not pretending it wasn't about like the fucking, no. if you want to be specific, <laughs> Tim Berners-Lee invented the World Wide Web. And, uh, but anyway, um, so I, I remember like asking my mum, I was like, because I had a little savings account that I was very grateful that my parents set up for me and it didn't have, you know, didn't have tons in it. I know that sounds Same. a bit ungrateful, Same. but but it, but it had a bit in there and I was very privileged to have that. And I remember saying like, can I use that to go to this Leeds festival? Um, 2009 and my mum was like yeah cool and i remember us going down to the halifax bank in the white rose center with a bank <laughs> yeah, book. Do you remember the bank book yeah yeah for uh, like it was like if you don't age, underage but not even account, not right? even underage my dad used a fucking bank book yeah my grandma still uses died. i think it's is it a building society that does that i think it's just my, my grandma think. uses my grandma uses leeds building society or whatever it is and she still don't have a debit card she still uses the uh the bank book i think it's just an antiquated way yeah of yeah possibly of, yeah. yeah and but the cool thing is it's like when you use the bank book it's new, this it, is new for you kids out there it, it tells, tells you what thingy, your balance yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. so you could see like i think my parents put like it's like it, x it, amount in a week or a month it's just like having the um the it's, thing online but yeah on paper <laughs> printed out <laughs> so anyway, i remember going down to that fucking white rose unit um at the other end of the white rose shopping center yeah, uh, down where like greg's is yeah, yeah. Uh, well there's a greg's at both ends actually oh, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um and anyway i took the money out queued up at hmv near, near where games workshop used to be no the other end oh it was the other oh. end you idiot Silly me. Dumb cunt. Near where the Pandora is now. Near where Pandora <laughs> is now. If you're from Leeds, if you're from Leeds and you've been to the White Rose Shopping Centre and you know where the Pandora is now, then you might vaguely know the Halifax that we're talking about. It used to be a phones for you. <laughs> um, He could do that fast, couldn't he, that guy? He was. He looked like Ben Stiller as well on that advert. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you went there, you drew your cash out. Drew the cash out, rolled up to HMV, made a day in the life episode, I want to say episode four. Oh my God. Queuing up. Outside My HMV God. on the uh, was that on the Vigo? Yeah, or the Vado? Vado, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was. We were shooting on the Creative Vado then. Wow. Um, but that's not what everyone's interested in. So everyone's <laughs> interested in the experience. So I got the ticket, cop the ticket. I queued in 2010 as well for the tickets as well. But that's another story. Um, so we must have linked up, please, and being like, right, we're both off. Let's start this. Let's make a plan. August bank for the first holiday time weekend. Lives off with a bang now let's just set the stage right now toot, toot. we're super fortunate we get to roll up to leeds fest we rarely have to pay for a ticket mm -hmm. because of you guys we sometimes get a buggy to the campsite sometimes we have to wait three hours for that buggy sometimes we do but you know we drive there in one of our many cars that we have in the group i say that as if we've got like a big 50 car guy these guys know they know what i'm saying like we're, we're adults now so we can drive there yeah. we can get the buggy there because of the growth of the channel because we can of you buy, guys we can buy we can, his own things yeah can... so here's how it started and let me tell you it wasn't all glitz and glamour yeah. what did we do please be that night before reading and leeds 2009 on the tuesday we stayed at my house or my parents house um, we went upstairs to my, uh, what was then bedroom and we watched with the Lincoln Park wallpaper, the Lincoln Park wallpaper that, uh, only recently came down. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got redecorated. Oh, mate. Um, and we watched on DVD shark, no mega shark versus giant octopus. 
<laughs> we sure did. We watched that film on your CRT television. We did, yeah. And that's pretty much all I know about that night. The interesting thing is that I know to get up to yours with, like, so obviously we were going to Leeds the next morning, so I had to take all my shit up to yours. Yeah. My dad must have took me. I would have thought so, yeah. Why did he not just take us in the morning? I don't know, because he did take us to, like, following festivals. He obviously wasn't against it. It must have just been that we decided. And, he, and he, I think he took us to the next year's Leeds Festival. Yeah, he did. It's, it's on the <laughs> vlog. So it must have been that, like, we decided this is the way this we're going to Yeah, let's make the, the best um, uh, memories that we can out of this. So I rolled up to yours, dropped my sleeping bag and whatever off yeah. in the fucking, probably near where the shoes go, near your door, yeah. where all those shoes were. And we watched Mega Sharp versus Giant Octopus. Yeah. And I can only remember one scene in that, and it's where the guy's on the plane. The helicopter. Yeah, the plane. And, and, the, and, and he, he goes, looks out the window and he goes, <laughs> What the? F-? And, the yeah. and then the shark eats. fucking shark yep. comes over and grabs him. Um, and then we woke up in the morning, and I probably was excited, but nowhere near as excited as I'd be now because obviously times are very different. Yeah, and I mean, it was so different back then, wasn't it? Like, just we just knew nothing uh, i mean I, i'd been for, for what five six years it must still have, really it knew must nothing. have been that must have been maybe your first year going independent of your parents yeah definitely so like so my view was always skewed by uh, you kind of always had someone there looking out for you yeah, like, yeah. if you need a drink like, if you need whatever if you want it when yeah, you're going so, home like it's all sorted so like it's my first year without my parents it's also the first year that I drank, I think, like properly. Yeah, because we were 16, 17 at the time. Yeah, around that age. Um, uh, sorry, I, I mean, we were 18 at the time. Uh, and like like my parents would have let me drink with them. not Probably not when I was like 13, but definitely when I was going I on 16. I um, but I just had no real interest in it. I suppose it's different, isn't it, when... Like, I love my parents, and I, I I do go out with them and drink with them, but, like, at that age, it's kind of different. Like, you're not that interested parents are in... cramping your style at that yeah, age. Yeah, and, and and it were, whenever I went with my parents, it was me tagging along with them and their friends. Mm. They were never... You're the kid of the group, right? You're the, you're the kind of little... Yeah, so... You're I, the little baby of the group, whereas so when I mean, you're going with me, you're the big lad of the group. I mean, the closest person to me age-wise uh, was a guy called Tom that... Uh, were one of my parents' friends' uh, nephew, I think. But even then, he will have been he will have been five, six years older than me, something like that. Um, so yeah, it's it's different from when you have sort of nobody your age to when you then go with your friends. A completely different experience, yeah. I imagine. So I mean, I had been for six years prior, but sure. I still probably knew. I still probably had the same. You had the same lessons to learn as yeah, as, as you so, did. So we were we were going there as a camp of four. So there was us two, us two, my ex, and her friend, who's also your friend. At the time, we all oh, went to yeah, school yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was uh, it was us two, my ex, and her friend. Her friend, and, but and we were friends with all, all her, four of us. Were we were all friends, friends with each. All other. four of us were friends. I was yeah. just shagging one of them and doing a pretty <laughs> shit job at it. I imagine. Um, so I know what you're thinking. Leeds Fest morning. Let's get in the car. Let's drive to Bramham Park. Well, let me fucking stop you there, boys and girls. What happened? We got the number two bus into town. So, so we took all our camping shit. On Wednesday morning. And this when... was when we were super naive. So we had 
a hundred thousand fucking bags of crisps. Yeah, snacks, yeah. Some everything bites. you would need. I know to some survive. bites weren't a thing then. Well, they were. I don't think Nutri-Grain so. Nutrigrain bars. You, you, we had enough for, so that Tom Hanks could have stayed on that Castaway <laughs> Island, mate, for twenty fucking years. So we, yeah, we went on the number two bus on uh, on Wednesday morning, which obviously will have been. Um, Loads of people going to just work. Just the commute. It yeah, was yeah, just yeah. a commute line. And then there's two lads on the bus with what? Sleeping bag. 10, 10 12 bags between them. Um, I can remember um, the bus doors opened and we had to do like two trips to get on the bus. <laughs> so we get we get to town, um, get off the number two bus at the market and... Then we have to get the coach to Leeds Fest. So we got two buses. A bus and a coach, And yeah. do you know what blows my mind? People still do that. People still get a coach, man. Like, people... I mean, obviously... Obviously, some people have to. Of course. Like, yeah, they have to. Like I mean... And it's the more economical way. Yeah. But there's a line where economics and fucking... Just comfort, like, yeah, do you know what? Like, th- there's only so much you can take in trade for convenience, that's right. And, uh, like, people literally pay for convenience, don't they? And we would rather, I mean, we, we've got taxis before, yeah, at least that's just, just for pure convenience sakes. That's it until there's a compelling enough, yeah. Sorry, I've got if they a bit said, of gas. if they if they said, like. Uh, if you get the bus, you can have 50% of your Leeds Fest ticket, then possibly. Do you know what? If they said to me, right, Rob, you got to get on the bus on your own, which I effectively was because we were carrying our own stuff. I yeah. mean, you were probably giving me a big hand to be fair, <laughs> but like, maybe not back then. But if you said to me, right, Rob, you're off to Leeds Fest. You got to get on a bus. It's going to take you into town. You're going to get a bus from town to the site. And you're gonna then have to queue up oh. to get in. Queuing up being the least uh, queuing up's the queuing, or, queuing, queuing up's queuing, the okay bit. Queuing up's there. fine. Um, and they said not only is your ticket free, but we're gonna give you um, at this card, and it gets you everything you want at the thing for free. I'd still drive there or get a taxi there. You'd have to, you, I'd have to have a. I, I think. I wouldn't immediately dismiss it, but I'd have to have a long think about it. Because the thing is, like, it's Leeds Fest. It's the time where, for us, we get to live our best fucking life. If 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 it were now, then yeah, I'd just get the taxi bill. If it were obviously back then, we'd be like, yeah, give us the fucking free car. If we didn't have all this that we have going for us now, I'd probably consider the the ticket and the the free booze, the imaginary thing. I've just yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's mad to think like, and it, and it's a testament to how far we've come. And again, we couldn't do it for, without these wankers watching this shit. But, <laughs> like, it's mad, isn't it? It's mad. It's just, I mean, you, we could do it without them because we got we we had cars and taxis. Yeah, yeah. The year after, but my <laughs> point is valid. We are very fortunate, and we we always understand that. There's never a point where we're like, oh, fuck, I can't believe they've not done this for us. It's always very. You know, Aside from the security, they should have given us yeah, the fucking they security red in Leeds. They Jesus. Should. <laughs> they should have done, but we you know, we're always very appreciative. Um so we get to we get to Leeds Fest or get off the coach. And I mean this is back in the day when I mean we don't see it now obviously because we've got queue to get in. Um but there is always a, a subtle flex there. <laughs> there is always a small queue um when we get there. 
I, I remember the queue distinctly. It doesn't seem too long ago since we were queuing. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's it seemed like a very long queue then. It was. I'd, to be fair, th- yeah, this Leeds Fest did, and like, and Download did as well when we went back there. Download, that seemed like a very long Download queue. Download in particular hangs in my head as a very long queue. Yeah, and it just it seems to not be much queuing uh, anymore. Not just for us, but in general, I mean. Um, but yeah, we waited in that queue. Um, it was just us two still. I think we were meeting um, the other two people that were with in the campsite. I think. Yeah, they, we were. Yeah, were I they think already they there set together. The yeah, yeah, they must have got there together. I think they drove actually because. Or someone um, gave them a lift. Or they went with their sister. Oh, because she was yeah, part of the yeah, camp yeah, as well. yeah. She was. But so, anyway, we we kind of dwelling on a lot of the fucking boring logistics the details. And stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about the actual festival. So we rock up at Leeds Fest, yeah. right? I've got my best Primark shirt on. You've probably got that oh, Sonic shirt on. I am checkered to the max. We are all checkered, mate. Checkered, it's 2009, baby. baby. We're all transitioning. We're all kind of finding our feet, finding our style. We're checkered up, and those jeans are not skinny. They are not skinny whatsoever. You better believe my mum bought those jeans, and they ain't mum jeans. They are preteen jeans <laughs> that I'm wearing. Oh, baby. <laughs> Flares, but around the thighs. Um so one of the things I remember so like vividly and I wish was still there because God forbid I would fucking slay it. You know what I'm about to say, Cleesby? Guitar Hero stage. The Guitar Hero stage. So yeah. this was when Guitar Hero was popping. Guitar Hero was probably at its peak. Guitar Hero 3 had recently launched. I say it recently. It was the last major installment. Yeah. Guitar Hero 4 was um, coming out and you could go on a stage... And it was a proper tent that this. I mean, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like a proper tent, but it was like a stage that they set yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, there were it was a stage, and then there were like a, a little bit sort of cordoned off that probably held hundred people. Yeah, like yeah, I think a hundred's a fair, yeah, fair estimate there. And you could jump in, and you could just go on guitar or world tour, and it's world tour, so that means it's a, it's up to four instruments. Um, so me and Cleesby, seasoned guitar hero players <laughs> at this point, and me being a drummer, we decided. Let's rock up and let's fucking do. We had a look at the set list. We were like, let's do Sweet Home Alabama. We said, didn't we? I mean, I know, I know. Thinking about that, this was the highlight of your festival. Correct. So yeah. I had never had the opportunity to feel like a rock star. <laughs> I seldom get the opportunity now, but I've had it thanks to some of these fellas watching this and ladies. <laughs> See you. Um, but obviously, like, I get to get on stage at Leeds Fest behind the fucking drums. And I get to fucking ace a song on fucking guitar, and my bird's there. She's probably like loving it, or maybe probably not. But stood there, arms crossed. Guess what? It's the live version of Sweet Home Alabama. But don't fear, Cal, because I'm a guitar fucking fan, and I've seen this on the leaked gameplay. So I know there's a bit of a tricky bit on the guitar that they're playing near the end solo. Yeah. So I advise you, Callum. Play it on hard, Cleesby. <laughs> Expert is too hard. I knew it was too hard for me, which means it's too hard for Callie because his level was slightly below mine at the time. So said to Callum, when you go wait. on hard, <laughs> not expert. What did you do? Well, I, I mean, I'd played, I'd played guitar for many years, and I could play a, at that time probably all of the songs on Expert. And I knew the song Sweet Home Alabama, so I knew I could probably play it. So I just picked Expert because, you know, why wouldn't I? I'll tell you why you wouldn't, mate. Because <laughs> your close friend who knows guitar like the fucking back of his hand has just advised you, go on hard. 
Let me tell you what the audience <laughs> is it. not going to see. You selecting hard. They're not going to notice that. What they are going <laughs> to see... They didn't see the screen. <laughs> what they are going to see, Cleesby, is me there... Right, and obviously they're looking at the drummer because drums were new to guitar yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah. And so and the also there movement. are much more kind of visible yeah, input. So what they are going to see is us two failing at that end solo because you were too proud to go on hard mode. I mean, we got we got all the way to the end. That's something to the bit that I knew you'd fail at. I played that as recently as during lockdown. And it's a tricky pattern. I played. I, I played. Um, I played guitar in in, uh, in the arcade bar in Manchester, and I failed. Um, but that's because the failed, calibration I failed is Monster on, on Expert, <laughs> the, um, the Matchbook Romance song. So and, me, I, I, and there so were like people. People stood about watching. And it's the second time it's happened to me. People stood about watching. Oh, he's quite good, and I just failed it at the solo. <laughs> The guy who gets to the absolute honour and privilege, undeserved honour, of shouting Are You Mine out at Piccadilly, yeah. me, got laughed off the stage at my first Leeds Festival because some Jimmy Carr-looking motherfucker oh, was too... <laughs> not Jimmy. <laughs> Alan Carr-looking motherfucker <laughs> was too proud to go on high. I, I, think, I think that hindered the progress of the channel by at least two years. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> but I mean, that, yeah, that, they should have that stand back. It's, it's very fun. The issue is, mate, that stand there would have cost a lot of money. And the only reason it was there was to promote Guitar Hero. Ah, true, yeah, I suppose. And guess what's dead? Rhythm-based games. <laughs> Correct. But we did get a free temporary tattoo. Oh, we got the T-shirt. And a pin, which I wore as recently as the Piccadilly DJ set that we live streamed. I wore that T-shirt for a good long time, and I, I think I've thrown it away now. Probably for the best. Yeah. Green T-shirt with the guitar. Yeah, it's like that weird green, like camo green colour, wasn't it? So we camped in orange, and I don't know why we chose orange, but the only reason that we now camp in orange every year is because we chose to camp in orange that year and it was cool. Because we don't like change. That's it. That's it, isn't it? Like, literally, if me, you, and the girls would have sat down in 2009 in blue, we'd, we'd be like, there. blue camp till now. death. And yet, we, we, well, they tended up, uh, we were more closer to the path than we We were. We, we were actually right years. on the path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we were quite close to that orange camper van, um, which, which uh, we didn't really know about at that point. A bit, any, oh, the orange DJ caravan. Yeah, yeah. So any years previously, I'd gone in brown with my parents because that's what parents do. Um, so we were kind of new to the orange DJ camper van. Uh, and let me tell you, when you first discover that, it's not a fun thing, is it? Especially not back then because we weren't heavy drinking. At yeah, least so I wasn't a heavy drinker. None of us were. I like, think I'm, we. I think we probably took about two crates each for the entire weekend, yep. and it's the like the twelve cans as well. So we mm. had probably twenty four cans each for the entire weekend, and then maybe some vodka. It it was just a it was a new experience, and do you know what? We're, credit to us for experiencing it. But I remember that that fucking um, caravan was blasting out. The thing I always remember was it was playing at like 4 a.m. Mm. And I just couldn't fathom, that like, why do people not want to sleep? How Obviously, people? now I get it. I'm there. <laughs> but like, are. they were playing that song and it was literally a printer jam noise. I don't know if you remember. I've never heard song. it since. I heard it that night 11 years ago and it's 
been in my head, not ever since, but like I, I remember, <laughs> I remember it. Um, and it was like the sound of a printer jamming and someone trying to unblock it and the printer's saying like error, printer jam. And it was like some drum and bass mix of that. Maybe one of the viewers knows what that is. I would love to hear that again. I don't remember that at all. It was mad. Um, um, but yeah, we must have just sat in the tent and chilled drinking for like two days because we had the early bird. So it must have been Thursday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, just doing that. I think we went to like the village and stuff and, and discovered that, which we, which we do not do anymore. Um, not the, the village is downloaded, isn't it? But the, the similar thing at Leeds Fest. Like we, we walked around like all the shops and had a look in and, um, and went to that sort of central bit where it's just before the, the arena, uh, the arena oh, gates yeah. and there's all them shops that are there. Um, so we probably we, went in every one. So of them. we went. Yeah, we must have gone in every because I remember like we went around with the girls and they were like like trying stuff on and stuff. So we must have gone in every shop. Imagine and, like, that going crazy, around it? with the girls to try stuff on at Leeds Fest. I can't even. We're TPD fucking TV. We sh- we shag so many women these days. <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself. <laughs> I, I should be so lucky. And we and and we were and and not one of them were my bird. I want. I yeah, that's right. It's even more. You were cooked. Yeah. One of them were my bird. I didn't, you were I, cooked. I didn't kiss any of them. <laughs> Three birds, bitch. <laughs> um, let's talk a bit about the, not the lineup, but let's let's move on to like the live music side of it. Okay. First band we saw. Fight Star. Fight Star. I remember vividly we went to see Fight Star because it was, uh, I think it was 12 o'clock. Midday. It was very. If I'm not mistaken. I, I'm not. I don't know whether it were, it were recently after he'd gone to Fight Star or whether he'd it, been established. It, it was recent enough for us. I think to, they had an album out. The, and what we heard what, a few what songs. What we're getting at is like we we loved Busted. Yeah. And Charlie had Charlie obviously left Busted. Busted to go to Fight Star, so it couldn't have been. It, it must have been about five years to be fair since yeah. he'd been in Fight Star. But we were like, Fight Star, let's go and see him. Do you know what I think? I'm going to throw a curveball. I think that's not the first band we saw. I'm so sure it is. Because we paid for the ticket, and even paying for the ticket, if we paid for the ticket now, we wouldn't have this opinion. But back then, we we paid for the ticket, so we were like, we're going to go to the main stage at yeah. 12. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that the Bronx were the first band on twice. Oh, as the Bronx and Mariachi El Mariachi El Bronx first, then the Bronx and then fight star. I might be wrong. There's a poster. I can't, There's I can't, a poster we can look at. I but. can't imagine that that they would have played twice prior to that. They surely would have played Mariachi El Bronx first and then played the Bronx later in day or another day. I think they were consecutive. Or there won't be another day, will I they? I think they were consecutive. I, I think something's telling me they were it was Bronx, Mariachi, Mariachi El Bronx, and then Fight Star. They definitely wouldn't have put <laughs> the Bronx on first surely it would have been no the... no it was Mariachi El Bronx <laughs> then the Bronx then fights that I think on the main stage I think I, 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 I had that opinion of you have to sort of make the most of it because every year prior with my parents we'd go to the arena at pretty much as soon as it opened for the first band and then you just stay there all day which and is like, cool for your parents yeah, you've got money and, and they're like buying the drinks yeah and shit yeah and so, they, so they'd, they'd all buy drinks and uh, and it'd be fine, and they get like smashed in arena, um, and they'd they just watch because because they liked a lot of the bands that were on back then, um, especially the lower lower end ones, um, so they'd just have a whale of the time at the arena all day, and I just thinking back on it now, I, like I can't, I just can't imagine, especially if it's raining, so you can't even sit down. Yeah, it was mad, wasn't it? Unless you sit down when it's dry, and then you've got to stay in the same spot yeah, yeah, so your yeah. ass stays dry. <laughs> um, 
But, but, like, but I, yeah, it was mad, isn't it? It's crazy thinking about that you, we used to do that. Uh, well, at least I did, and then we did for maybe one year or two years. First headline, and we'll talk about the Arctic Monkeys. Arctic Monkeys are very, very close after the Crying Lightning album. Yes, it was the Humbug tour that they yeah. did it on. And it was really the, the kind of thing that really got me into Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. Because I, I downloaded loads of Arctic Monkeys in preparation for that gig. Again, yeah. to try and get my money's worth. I like the Arctic Monkeys, but I wasn't massive on them. That got me massive on them. I think I'd seen them twice previously. So I'd seen them at Leeds Fest like the two or three years before when they just released whatever people I think they'd headlined I'm, it before though as well. I'm not, I don't know if they headlined, but... I think they did. I th- they definitely were in a tent the first time I saw them mm. and ridiculous because obviously they'd obviously booked the slot before the album came out and then the album came out and it's one of the best debut albums of all time. Um, so One, it was, one of the best albums of all time. <laughs> so it was just, it was ridiculously packed. Um, so I saw them then and I'd seen them at the Don Valley, not, not Don Valley, I'd seen them at the Lancashire Cricket Ground. Um, I think it were... It's old traffic cricket ground now, isn't it? I think it was. Yes, old, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Lancashire cricket ground when I saw them. Saw the Foo Fighters there, and they put Looking on like, as if Arctic's played that. They put like a mini festival on, so they it were them, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, I've seen the poster for this, like the the, the coral, parrots. Um, the coral might have been there. I'm yeah, sure. it's a lot, it, a and, load of shit, and the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I mean Amy Winehouse were good as well. Um, uh, so I'd seen them twice prior to this, but I think. Uh, it's not my favourite album they've done, Humbug, but it is the most interesting album it's they've done very, so yeah, far. It is an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. It's them kind of, it's their first venture into doing something other than what we would class as classic Arctic yeah, Monkeys. because whatever people say, I'm indie rock, isn't it? And then Favourite Worst Nightmares, the same. It's with just a, a follow-up. With a bit of like fucking effects on it. Yeah, and then uh, Humbug is just very out there. It's very Nick Cave. I imagine he he listens to a lot of Nick Cave uh, songs. Oh, yeah. He's very he's he absorbs his influences, uh, and 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 that album is very it's very sort of dark and mysterious, and uh, it is it's like a that. dark, mysterious, thick album. Um, so Arctic Monkeys have just finished. What are we gonna do, Cleesby? What are we gonna do, mate? We're raring to go, right? I imagine we'll uh, whew, we're probably thinking maybe Piccadilly, maybe Silent Disco, something like that. Guess again. Just have, well, guess well, again, I mate. mean, if it's not those two, then it's re- relentless. I'll give you one more guess as to what we did, Callum. Is it back to the tent for a sleep? Uh, it is indeed back to the tent for a sleep. Perfect. Mad. Absolute madness. The first night as well. I'm sure uh, they played the Friday. Absolutely. I think they did. I remember exactly where I was stood, actually. Mental. Straight back to the tent. I mean, what, 11 p.m. they finish? Probably, yeah, 11, 11.30. I mean, by, by midnight would have been in the tent. Obviously, we would have been tired given that we spent all day at the arena, but, and probably sober. Oh, yeah, definitely Cause, sober. Cause There's it, no question about it. We definitely that, have been sober. Considering that we wouldn't have bought any drinks in the arena and then we... You think I had a fiver, mate, for a drink <laughs> back in 2009? And then mad? also, we wouldn't have had the balls to try and sneak up any through either. <laughs> I would have thought the police would get me if we tried that. <laughs> so... Yeah, back to the tent straight, and <laughs> instead of so instead of sharing a tent with your girlfriend at the time, <laughs> you stayed in the tent with me. Yeah, but I do the same <laughs> thing now, mate. Because we're boys, it, we are boys, is, and that's the issue with you. 
I'm staying with my boys since day one. That's only because you can't be bothered to bring a tent. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't but I, I, and I think we've always been as geeky as we are, even back then, because I remember being in that tent and we were listening to some sort of Apple conference. The Steve Jobs, um, probably the Steve Jobs iPhone announcement. I would have thought which so. Which is mental to think was two years prior to that festival. I would have thought so. That's when the iPhone was. But I, I remember announced. distinctly just sat there listening to it and just not really understand. I mean, I still don't get that the the thing now but it, back then it were like what the fuck are we listening to this for um so the other headliner was kings of leon kings of leon and we had a neither of us saw kings of leon no no because well you you're better at telling this story than i am i mean kings of leon have got a few good songs but essentially they are quite rubbish are they as of yesterday, I'd have agreed with you, but it just so happens today I've had a bit of Kings of Leon on autoplay. Yeah. I've enjoyed what I've heard, so I'm going to reserve my comment there. Like Up until that point, I couldn't give a flying fuck about Kings of Leon. Yeah. And they were shit in 2017, oh nah, 18? Most more recently. Whenever it was, 19, they were right? wank. Um, yeah, so so we, we were in the tent. I think we'd, we'd come back from the main stage, so we'd watched a few bands. I can't remember who we saw um and we were in the tent just chilling and we were (laughs) sat in the tent shouting to the outside of the tent kings of leon have pulled out (laughs) yeah who's headlining tonight i think we'd heard a rumor or something that they've pulled out and then we we, so we were just sat there shouting they've pulled out who's headlining instead and just everyone walked past we're just going kings of leon shouting kings of leon at us uh, and we still persisted for a, a long time after that and it got to the sort of point when the headliners were playing uh, and faith no more were on the other stage the um yeah, the second the, stage it was back then it was was that when it was the enemy, enemy it's not yeah. the enemy i still call it the enemy but it's not that is no, it? it's, it's radio, radio one, one now, now isn't it? Isn't it? i think it were enemy back then yeah it was um and i really like faith no more um back then i'd really only heard midlife crisis um because it were on epic don't forget Epic. Yeah, Midlife Crisis because it were on GTA, like San Andreas, uh, and Epic because it were uh, it were quite a famous song anyway, and then Easy Like a Sunday Morning because obviously that's quite a famous song that they covered. Um, so I would I was saying to Rob, let's go see him, let's go see him, and you were going, no, no, I can't be bothered, I can't be bothered, I, I want to stay. We were in our sleeping bags. Yeah, we, we were ready for bed <laughs> at what? Nine o'clock. <laughs> it must have been, yeah. So eight thirty probably. And you were saying, No, I can't bother, I can't bother. So I was saying, oh, I'm gonna go see him on my own then. And you I mean, still to this day, you sort of can't bear to be alone for an extended period Correct. of time. Yeah, I hate being alone. Um Why do you think I'm dragging this podcast out for as long <laughs> as possible? So so I kept saying, Well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, No, stay here, Callum, stay here. Um and eventually you sort of you sort of succumbed and and you you came to see Faith No More with me. And they end up being really they good. They were good, yeah. The, the one good. thing I remember from that set, and it's the only thing I remember, is they played the EastEnders theme song. Several times as well. Did they? Yeah, like through the megaphone. Um, I mean, it must be because he's in England, I suppose. I guess it's an easy yeah. one, isn't it? Uh, but no, I remember him being very good. Um, I've listened to him a lot more since then. I really like him now. It's just a shame they've not been there in... 11 years yeah i mean this year is the first year not leeds fest but this year is the first year they're back in the uk I think. yeah they did a tour um 
Well, they were going to, but I think it was cancelled because of the old C one nine. I think, I think they've they've put on new dates. Yeah, um, they have. They've rescheduled them. Yeah. Jamie Graham's all over that shit, man. He's a yeah. fucking loser. Um, <laughs> Weirder. Before we get on to the final headliner, which is probably the most interesting one, um, yeah. I've just remembered going to see Limp Biscuit. Oh, Do you remember that? Was so, that, that, that that year? Yeah, it was. They must have no, been. That on, was that was the year after show. No, right? it wasn't because twenty ten. There was more of us there, and I don't think I was with my girlfriend from 2009. Okay. And the reason I remember Limp Biscuit is because obviously I was getting fucking murdered in the pit. It was the first <laughs> ever pit I've been in. It wasn't even a pit, it was just a busy crowd. We weren't in the pit. Yeah. It was just a rammed crowd. And it was the case of like, I, I know two Limp Biscuit songs. I'm going to get my money's worth. I'm going to go see them. And we ended up like fucking really close. Eight people from the yeah, barrier. Yeah. And I thought, Now's a good time to have a chewing gum, freshen the old breath. Ended up straight in my ex-girlfriend's hair. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. She was not happy about it. Um, she had to go to the fucking medical tent. Get she a, get chewing gum out? You couldn't have waited. No, obviously you, like we waited, but, but like she was obviously not happy, so therefore yeah. I wasn't happy either. Happy life is a happy life, mate. That's funny. Um, who, who else was there aside from that last headliner? I mean, you... You're, you're, oh. you're a slim person anyway. Yeah. But you were minuscule back then. I was thinner than I am now, if that's yeah. even possible. Yeah. So I was getting rinsed in that pit, mate. So thinking of you at Limp Biscuit back then is it's just not a good sign. The first time I ever felt any not the first time I felt any emotion, but one of the first times that I ever had an overwhelming sense of awe yeah. at something I was seeing in person was um, my girlfriend at the time wanted to go and see Yumi at six. We should just like put a name on her or something. Even if it's she a She probably one. don't want a name on it. No. Um, she's not ready to be world famous. <laughs> but So me and, uh, well, all of us went to see Yumi at six. Yeah. And I remember we were calling them poopy shat, poopy shat dicks. dicks. And she was so desperate to see Yumi at six that we went half an hour early. They were playing in the third tent. And as we walked into that third tent, I looked on the screen and I saw some lad behind the drums. I thought, that looks a bit like Dave Grohl. I thought, that's, that can't be Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl on drums. You mean a six run in about half hour? So anyway... We stood near the back of the tent and it was relatively empty, but it was busier than the tent should have been. Yeah. And then the camera switched to the front man. It's Josh Hom. It was them crooked vultures. Josh Hom from Queens of the Stone Age, surely. And fucking John Paul Jones, obviously, from Led. <laughs> fucking Zeppelin! So, but, so I remember just watching this screen and I can distinctly remember this pan that the camera did into Dave. It did the fucking whatever it's called, the zoom into Dave's face. And I just couldn't fucking believe I was in the tent with Dave Grohl. Yeah, and that was before grow. I'd ever seen the Foo Fighters. It, I saw the Foo Fighters for the first time in 2011. And I just couldn't believe it. And it's it was crazy, a fucking real moment for yeah. me. That, And I actually text that ex-girlfriend just before we started this podcast and said, like, what are the five things about 2009 Lee's Fest that you kind of spring to mind just oh, really? to help inspire us? Because we were kind of struggling to remember things. And that's something that she said, like, remember that. And yeah. fuck me. Absolutely, I remember that. That was incredible. Crazy moments, isn't it? To think, like, I mean, 
That. Super, I mean, who's keeping score on who is a whore? <laughs> Supergroups weren't even a thing back then, really. Not like, you had. There was no. There was no. I guess I mean, you had Audio Slave. Supergroups were very much a thing for many years, but to have such a prolific person, I, yeah, in I guess a so, supergroup yeah, yeah. that that I would recognise yeah. was certainly unheard of. It were like like supergroups before that is is Chris Cornell and. Tom Morello. Which, the rest are Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, which, which uh, you know, a brilliant, he's a brilliant vocalist and guitarist, but not the uh, not the same sort of level as, as Grohl and Josh Homm, is it? Not quite. Really. Um, not quite. And then, yeah, obviously after that, You Meet Six came on. And is that the first time we've seen him? Yep. I mean, we must have seen him about, uh, it's got to be just shy of 20 times by now. And I don't think I've been to a You Meet Six gig to see you meet sick like i've never bought Agreed. a ticket to see you Correct. Meet six. i have never bought a ticket for and we you must see them and we must have seen them just shy of 20 times yep i i, I saw them i mean we've seen them loads and only as of when they headlined 2000 trees did i finally be get over myself and like do you know what i'm just gonna enjoy these oh, fucking really? songs for what they are mine's a Some lot before, away. Mine's a lot before like, that no mine was as recent as that because i was really? like do you know what i love actually a load of these songs i'm just being a hater because i've been a hater since that day when we had to go and see him um i'm gonna snap out of it now i'm gonna grab both your shoulders and shape baby snap out of it snap out of it and crowd surf for the first time it was class but big Do you know what it is six. back then it's, it's jealousy isn't it back then maybe it, cynicism as well like back then we were very much like ingrained yeah. in our like metal yeah, yeah, yeah. rock I, this is like not real rock i'm listening to avenge sevenfold I, bitch it's got to be it's such a combo though, isn't it because i remember in in school um supernatural uh the tv show i don't know if you know it yeah i've heard of it um there's it's two it's two brothers in the show in the in real life not brothers but they're two really good looking men like really good looking men and I remember in high school, like girls talking about it, and just and Devin say, and Lydia used to buzz. Yeah, and off I, that. I remember. I remember back then just saying like, "Oh, they're not even that good looking." Blah blah. blah. Um, just just out of sheer jealousy of these girls aren't talking about me. They're talking about two celebrities who were who were much fitter than I am. Um, and I just remember. But my gosh, don't <laughs> they just know and it? I just remember back then just thinking like. How can I convince these two girls that those those two extremely attractive men who they're never going to meet are not good looking, and instead that <laughs> and I also am. is like probably ten years older than yeah, them. and it's the same with you, mate. Six because everyone everyone fucking loves Josh Franceschi, um, with good reason. He's a he's a cool guy, he's a good looking dude. He <laughs> Cooler sings, now he's ripped off my jacket. Yeah, he, he sings he sings nice songs that that make people feel the way they do, and I, I just remember back then thinking like. Fuck this guy! I'm Fuck a this guy! Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, well, you know, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be bigger than him one day. It takes a lot to acknowledge that you're being a hater. Yeah, and yeah. We were very yeah, much being haters, haters back just then. haters for for two reasons: cynicism over Avengers Assemble, the only band that matters, and jealousy in that that man is better looking than I am at the My moment. My girlfriend at the time wants to fuck you. Yeah, mate, so yeah, I don't yeah. like you. I think. One of my exes, I can't remember which one, said like, she'd let Josh Franceschi <laughs> come up her nose or something. Something like... Josh, if you're watching, <laughs> drop me a DM. Something, I know we're already in there together. Something like that. Um, and I just, I just remember going in a mood with her for the entire night. It's like, why Why did I go in a mood? She's obviously with me. She's not, well, not ever yeah, going to meet I mean, this dude. 
I remember the girl in question who came to this festival with us had a Yumi at six poster in a bedroom and I absolutely didn't spend much time in a bedroom. Mm. Um, but I remember she had a picture and like he's there in the V-neck with like the other fucking guys and it's probably just who I wanted to be really. Yeah. Just easy to hate in it. It's it, Yeah, it is. It's jealousy. Jealousy and cynicism is why you hate bands really. Um, most of the time. Sometimes it's just because they are rubbish. Um, but that that were definitely the factor back then. Uh, and and we um, I mean, we saw Yumi at six and... I probably didn't enjoy them that time so much. Maybe there were a few songs that I liked, but really after that, I've enjoyed them every single time I've seen them. And I'll tell you what, Josh, we'd love to have you on the fucking podcast now that we've got a bit of, I say history. We absolutely don't have history, <laughs> but, you know, it'd be great to have You've you. been on the vlog once, why not the podcast? Yeah, well, I had a couple of chats with old Josh. He's. A, I think he's a, he's an, he's a, I think he's a, a is lot it? of people think he's like an arrogant prick. Yeah, I think Even festival organizers have told me, be careful of him. He's an arrogant prick. Do you know why? It's I met him and I went up to him as with no ego. No, he could have just like, he, obviously I'm a fucking nobody, off, yeah. but I could have been just some fan going up to him. And I said like, listen, this is the crack. We've got this bands with this jacket. I do this YouTube thing, blah, blah, blah. He was so fucking sound. So I won't have a bad word said against Josh. I think it's because he's from like Surrey or something, isn't he? And I think you hear like a location like that and you just think that's mega like Surrey's Surrey is is nice. And yeah. I think I think you hear If you're a, better off than me, <laughs> fuck you. I think you hear a location like that and you think, Well, he's you know, he's had he's had an easy life, he's gonna be a prick. And he's really not, is he? I mean like Absolutely we've met, sound we've, like, we've met him that one time. It I met him a couple of times actually, mate. That's well, I've I've seen. only met him that one time and not, yeah, you know, so. a nice guy. Um, we should talk about some of the other little bands before we move on to not little obviously but yeah. some, before we move on to the final headliner um, we fall that boy oh my god Mid midway up the, the stage think, think of this fall that boy playing underneath Kaiser Chiefs and Placebo went on to headline and if I'm not mistaken I mean as much as, as much as Kaiser Chiefs can sell out Leeds Leeds stayed, um Ellen Road They've not really done all major, have they? And then same with Placebo. I really like Placebo, but I can't think of anything they've done yeah, it's, in th- a long, long I time. Think, yeah. But I, 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 one of my memories from uh, from that festival is you knowing one line to What a Catch, Donny, which is the I've got troubled thoughts and the self-esteem <laughs> yeah. to match What a Catch, What a Catch. Well, I mean, for the record. And, and you didn't know. I was, no, I was a massive fan of Fall Out Boy. <laughs> I was a big Fall Out Boy fan, actually. Um because I got that influence from Raz. Yeah. I love Fall Out Boy, which is why I knew the song What I Catch Donny, which is on my Masterpieces playlist, link below. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was just annoying everyone by singing that. I, I mean, got like, trouble thoughts it and it self-esteem. It didn't annoy me, but, but your girlfriend went off on you for, for doing it. She she was like, she shouted, I think she shouted at you, told you to stop doing it. And, and you're like, oh, why, why, why? <laughs> you only know that one fucking line. <laughs> Which uh, always oh remember what uh, I've just had a thought Fall Out Boy they when they were playing they said we're gonna play the national anthem yep and they played and they played fucking and <laughs> Journey don't stop believing and yeah. Raz uploaded it even though he wasn't there he uploaded it and it got about hundred thousand views everyone everyone in the crowd well they said we're gonna play the American national anthem and everyone in the crowd were going 
boo. And as soon as the first in the first piano intro bit comes in, everyone starts cheering because it's Journey Don't Stop Believing. Even back then, it was a brilliant song. It was. Um, Who else was there, man? Um, Placebo Kai's Chiefs. I imagine we would have seen Kai's Chiefs. Yeah, but what do we? Who do we have a story about? Um, no one else really. Um, I'll tell you. We a saw Treyu. Were they there? Were they? Maybe not. I don't know. Let's talk about because we've got enough to talk about with this next headliner. I, th- I think one more thing before we talk about uh, the final headliner. Oh, a Treyu were there. A Treyu were there. I remember. Um, Watching a trail, we were at right at the start, right, we were right at the front, and it was that tiny tent. They were yeah, sick yeah. as fuck. And I remember him going, Everyone put your horns up like this. And I remember watching my girlfriend at the time just so timidly go, Little, little teeny devil horns. And I remember looking at them because I was stood behind her, like probably like right behind her. Yeah, like, with your arms, arms, arms around her or whatever. And I remember thinking, I'm so proud. Because <laughs> she, she knows, she knows that I do Probably devil why horns. she bounced because I was so patronizing. <laughs> What is mental is, I don't think we saw him, but Bring Me the Horizon played after Atreyu. And the headliners in that tent were the blackout, not even Bring Me the Horizon. Wow. That's crazy. Bring Me still can't get a better slot than that today. <laughs> uh, the one other band that we did see that I do remember is The Living End. And I remember being blown away by how, uh, yep. by how talented uh, musically yep. they were. They are, I mean, very niche yeah, to so our audience. But yeah, I remember we watched them. They played a song called Second Solution. Yeah. And they got, made sure after every time that he shouts second, we'd shout solution, second, solution. It's got the, that's the guy the, on the bass with the double bass. Yeah, they're a proper like stray cats kind yeah. of rockabilly kind of band. He flings it around with bit. And I remember like he, st- he stands on the... Um, stands on the double I'm bass not sure what itself. The, yeah, the, yeah. the, the innie the bit's out. called on the double bass. But um, he st- stood on that bit and used it as like a kind of skateboard, surfboard thing. I would be very impressed with them. It one of the bands that I've never heard of before that. But yeah, the kind of rockabilly, um, they were interesting. Um, a few songs on playlist now, but I've never really yeah, got into them much afterwards. Yeah, there's a couple in my library just from that. Yeah. Um, um, we saw some other bands there. Noah and the Whale were there and shit like that. But yeah, yeah. I guess the final, final, Let me tell final. you about a headliner to end all headliner. A headliner I would love to see. Radiohead. Now, Radiohead are a bit of a Marmite kind of band. People love them, people hate them. They are... They're kind of like a niche muse, aren't they? They're, kind of, they're very often compared to muse, yeah. Um, I want to say they're bigger than muse. I think they're more successful than muse globally. But <sighs> muse are much more radio friendly. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Um, muse are more popular, but Radiohead are definitely more critically acclaimed. If I didn't have the comparison given to me by the internet, I don't think I'd have maybe made that comparison. No, myself. I mean, uh, it's when, more of just a thing. Whenever, to know, isn't it? whenever they, whenever they get compared and they say, "Oh, they're a bit like Muse," I think they're really not like the Muse difference that is, much. Yeah, not really. Like I they, mean, back in the day when Muse and Radio, well, I mean, Radiohead were kind of first on the scene, I believe, yeah. um, and then Muse and I don't know what order then Coldplay, but they were Coldplay were often bundled in with them, like. Which is so strange to me. Like the 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 only similarity I guess between music and radio is that they're both kind of out there bands. They're a bit whiny, a bit like kind they, of. They don't they don't like they don't sort of conform to what normal rock would be. You know, music use a lot of um, like extra stuff. So they especially to the back in the day. Like yeah, and and the light shows the light shows are always very good. But good um, news, Cal. We don't have to spend much time talking about Radiohead because we didn't go see him. We did didn't we? go see Radiohead. We didn't. We didn't go see. I mean, 
you, you say it now with hindsight and you, you think, what an idiot. But we didn't know Radiohead then. We didn't know any songs. Like, we knew Creep, maybe, um, which isn't a very good song anyway. Um, Certainly not their best. So uh, you, th- you think about it looking back and you think, oh, what fools, why don't you go see them, blah, blah, blah. But you got to understand, we didn't know anything about them then. Um, I'd, I'd not heard any other song by Radiohead. So we didn't go see Radiohead, and instead we went to see... Um, burn, burn, the truth, the lies, <laughs> the news. Burn, burn, we for were, us, for them, for you. We went to, I mean, not not regretfully. Cause great they were, band. Because they great are... Great band. They, they were a brilliant band. Their songs are still... I still listen to a lot of the songs um, because they're still really good songs. The songs aren't changed, mate. Just no, that perception. It's only perception that changes. We went to see Lost Profits instead of Radiohead. We sure did, mate. We sure fucking did. And do you know what? It were a gr- it were a great gig. I remember Ian Watkins, the paedophile, convicted sex criminal, Ian Watkins shouting down his microphone, Radiohead can kiss my fucking ass. And, and I cheered. went, yeah, <laughs> Ian fucking Watkins, mate. Tom York's never going to get accused I of that. I would pay more money now to see Radiohead than probably any other band. Do you know what as well? If you, were, if you had to pick which of the two of them, Tom York or Ian Watkins would have been the paedophile, you would have picked Tom, you chosen you? Tom York. There's no way a lad with an eye like that in an once. But it turns out he's not. And to, well, Tom. Well, you know. Tom to, or Ian, wood. we'd love to have you on the podcast. Touch wood, he's not a, a paedophile. He's definitely not, mate. Are those lights just gone out? Yeah, the, the smart lights are on. Maybe that's oh. a sign for us to... Um, I mean, that's that's kind of the end of the weekend, didn't it? Uh, we, we saw Lost Profits. They were brilliant, regardless of what happened much after... Um, One of my biggest regrets, but not a regret. I regret too much because I didn't know any better. Yeah, and the, and and like we say, Lost Profits were really good. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a regret. I mean, we could have seen Lost Profits at the at Leeds Uni for twenty quid, probably. Um, and Radiohead have not been back since, and no. probably <laughs> will never be back. By the way, it's going probably won't be back because um, next year we're gonna have a all female lineup, and then. I guess the final the final thing is the leaving. Again, we didn't drink on that final night. We we decided that we were gonna get up early at half five or at six, whenever the first shuttle is back to Leeds, and we were gonna leave on the first one, get back home, and chill out. And we all agreed that me, you, uh, ex girlfriend, ex girlfriend's friend, uh, and. So we agreed that, and then what happened is your ex-girlfriend and a friend went out and got fucking leathered. Did they? Yeah. No way. <laughs> like, got so, like, drunk. And we were saying, you, you better be ready. To, like, what fucking, oh my what virgins no we were. No wonder she lost interest in me. <laughs> saying, you better, be, you better be ready to leave at this time. Blah, blah, blah. And they said, yeah, yeah, we will, we will. And obviously not, because they just kept drinking. Uh, so we just left at, at that time and just left... Uh, just left your girlfriend and and her friend at the festival, even though we'd made plans to all leave together. We left. We we. You stu- know what, mate? If you disobey the plans, then you're yeah, left behind. We stuck to his word. We left. We got back on the coach, back to Leeds. So that's that's a five a five day weekend of no showering because we didn't leave then because we couldn't obviously to shower. We didn't have access to any of the 
um, behind the scenes stuff, the showers Absolutely or anything. Not, mate. So we left five experience. days worth of dirt. Um, and there's also, you know, a hundred of the people on the bus, whatever, also stinking of five days worth of, of, uh, of Leeds Fest scum. And we just got back to Leeds and then we got a number two bus. The bus again. The bus. Waiting for that bus again at 7am in the morning from town to Middleton. You got off in Beeston. Do you know what, mate? I can see that bus stop from this flat. You got off, yeah. You got off in Beeston because that's where you live. And then you had to walk from the bus stop to your house, which is a good five, ten minute walk. Absolutely. So you had to walk with admittedly not all the stuff you brought with you because all the food and that but still had to walk stinking back there and then i got the bus to my house and we we just got the bus like wow and <laughs> i feel like this is when did you see like that some news article like was like dua lipa survived on meal deals for yeah like, <laughs> and it's like oh woe is me but like it does seem so foreign that like we had to get two buses home and then walk Such not even because of the fortunate position we're in but just because just fucking order a taxi man. yeah just get just fucking uber it like it, it's not about your level of privilege well or it's to be, just to be about fair, it's a different time to be fair uber didn't exist yeah then. that's what i'm saying yeah so i'm not saying like can you believe we had to get the bus and then walk i'm just saying it's like mental to think that the, that wasn't a time when the, you could just bang thing a fucking is as well, car on your phone. The, the thing is as well is that we uh, we had we would have had family members that would have picked us up from yeah, Leeds. Absolutely. Didn't we think didn't, to ask my dad. Just didn't. Just did I like my grandma would have done it. Do you know what? Maybe if I'd have asked my dad to pick us up, he'd have driven past like a get your bowel cancer screening today, billboard, and maybe it'd still be here today. Imagine. Oh God. So it's your fault. Shit. <laughs> we'll leave it at that thank you so much everybody for tuning in and watching sorry it's been a potentially a bit up in the air this one i'm not sure what the edit's gonna end up like because we did get interrupted halfway through and the lights have turned off and i'm a bit drunk please be it's been a pleasure mate having a chat with you it's been a nice talk it's been, uh, uh, it's been great i mean it's been what two hours worth of talking pretty much yeah we'll probably only put in that second hour that first one was pretty deep I liked it though. I think it's just I liked going. it. And if I'm confident enough, we'll put that one out. Mm -hmm. um, but thanks everyone for watching. Thank the you. View from the afternoon, every fortnight, all major platforms and YouTube um, on Sundays. We've made it now. We've made, that's it. We've made it now. That's it, bitch. Right, Cleesby, love you and leave you. Bye-bye.